No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. Fighting out of the blue corner, standing five foot eight inches tall, weighing in at a rock solid 196 pounds, hailing from Memphis, Tennessee, he is the reigning, defending, heavyweight champion of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Mr. One more time for the beauty back. Yeah, <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk Football. I am your host, Mr. Cowboy Nation, a.k.a. Petty Pendergrass, reporting for duty. Can you dig it? Uh, see, see. That's why I don't like having my phone. But anyway. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the business. Let's Talk Football is brought to you by Snap Hit Productions, right? Uh, we have a YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we have a YouTube channel, dude. We have so so many technical dude. But if I told y'all a story about what that happened before, you wouldn't believe it. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So YouTube channel. My name J E R O M E M C N E A R Y. Like, subscribe, all that. All that there, right? Uh, I'm trying to get set up, y'all, so I can catch y'all in this coming sense. Because once again, my computer, I'm going to get rid of this computer. Once again, my computer is acting fool. So I got to wait for it to catch up to all of us. Because I want to get with y'all in the coming sense. I can't leave y'all out, man. Y'all are the reason I do this. So I'm putting everything on hold so I can connect with y'all. And then I'm going to go ahead and there we go. We straight just like that right there. I don't want to cast no TV or none of that thing. See the company. That was up. That was up. All right. So we got who all in? Y'all already live? I'm just y'all just got me y'all. My boy Kush. What up, Kush? Geneva. Hey, Geneva. Trainer Curl. Hey, how y'all doing? My y'all up in here. That was up. All right. So let me go and pay these bills. We gonna get y'all who y'all came to see. This computer really don't want to mess with me today. All right. But anyway, um, YouTube channel J E R O M E M C N E A R Y. My name. Like, subscribe. And we have done something special for those of you who really follow the show, who like the show. Kev, my brother Kevin Stokes in here, what it do, man? Uh, for those of you who follow the show and like the show, uh, we have done something special on the YouTube channel. The Petty Pendergrass segments are being uploaded, right? So if you just a fan of Petty, you really don't care what I got to say. You just here for Petty. We, we took Petty out, and we got just straight Petty segments on the YouTube channel. So, you like when I fired the Steelers up when they tied with the Lions? It was one of my best segments, I may say myself, right? <laughs> it's on YouTube, right? So, just pay straight petty segments on the YouTube channel now, right? So, go over, like, subscribe. My boy Nico in here, what it do, man? Uh, you know, like, subscribe, all that there. So, we got a live call-in number. The live call-in number is right there in the corner. 
championship game right so that's why he over here he, he colorblind you don't know who he throwing at your flight risk <laughs> your flight risk in college man you got to come see four four you know i'm from south we say four different <laughs> four big come on very got to come see your boy boy petty come on down here especially your blind bat <laughs> all right all right so Speaking of throwing four picks. Speaking of why we on the subject of throwing four picks, Taysom Hill, come on down here. <laughs> Taysom Hill threw a pick to a 350-pound detail. <laughs> I 
house, Slay. How you throw a pick to a 350 pound D and then he ran it back on you? <laughs> so you threw a pick six to a 350 pound D tackle. Oh, my. Oh, my, Taysom Hill. You are so not a quarterback. So not a quarterback. <laughs> Mark Sanchez would never. <laughs> Oh, my taste of me. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave y'all alone, Saints fans. It's been a little rough on you. I'm going to leave y'all alone. But, yeah, Taysom Hill, come on down and get this work. You got to get this work for you, bro. Get this work, Taysom. <laughs> All right. So, who we got next, man? Next, we got the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia, y'all come on down. <laughs> Do I need to? Do I need to explain this? <laughs> Do I really need to explain why George? Look here. Look here. Look here, man. No, no. Uh, okay, we up. We, we up. My computer decided he wanted to join the show. That's what's up. Well, boy, James uh, and the Ellis said none of them. Boy, Nico. Yeah, that's what's up, Nico. Appreciate that. Yeah, we're going to get to the lines. All right, so, George, people of Atlanta, I've been trying to encourage y'all for months now. Stand up for yourself. Quit taking this abuse from the Falcons. Right? That's what I've been saying. Quit taking this abuse. Quit letting the Falcons treat you like this. You know, y'all went out in a Super Bowl for peace sakes up 28-3. to three. We ain't going to talk about how it ended, but you was in a Super Bowl up 28-3. to three. You should demand better for yourself, Atlanta Falcons fans. So not only does your pro team mistreat you, but the college team does the same thing. <laughs> your college team even fooled me this year. Had me on the bandwagon. I don't, I don't even stay in Georgia. Had me on the bandwagon. Man, Georgia looks like they're going to about do it. This now, now, in all fairness and objectivity, Georgia's not dead. Georgia's in the play. They still have an opportunity to take it. But we know how this is going to end. We know how this is going to end, right? <laughs> <laughs> people, people in the city of Atlanta, people in the uh, state of Georgia, we know how this is going to end, right? <laughs> So, I'm telling y'all up front, hey, hey, people of Georgia, stand up for yourself. Demand better. <laughs> there is no way Alabama's supposed to beat the brace off y'all like that in the SEC championship, championship game. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that a little later, right? So, Georgia, Georgia, buddy, y'all come on down here. Don't choke on nothing on your way down here, okay? <laughs> My girl, my girl Carol said Nick Saban. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Nick in a minute, Carol. You know, I got, I, I got to give credit where credit is due, right? Got to give credit where credit is due. All right, so last, let's talk about why I'm really, really, really here. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, come on down. <laughs> ah, I had fun with Pittsburgh when they tied. When they tied with them. Y'all actually lost. <laughs> and how long we been saying it? We been seeing it, right? We been seeing it. All these dudes, the lines are feisty. They gonna mess around and get some back. <laughs> and what we been saying? What we been saying? Look, the lines gonna mess around and get somebody, right? So the somebody gonna mess around and lose to the line. Watch. So they gonna catch somebody on their right Sunday. They sleep. Thinking it's just the lines, and they're going to mess around and get them. And lo and behold, the Minnesota Vikings were that guy. <laughs> the 
Minnesota Vikings was the guy. And I, and I sent out a post. I said, Minnesota, are y'all going to be the guy? Y'all going to be the team? <laughs> are y'all going to be the team? You know, that, 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 we know they're going to get somebody. They're going to be y'all. Nah, we ain't going to be. Yeah, it was y'all, bro. And then, look, we'll get to, we're going to get into how they won a little later. I ain't going to spoil it for y'all. But Minnesota, bro, bro. At least Pittsburgh tied with them. At least Pittsburgh didn't let them get a duck. Y'all lost. <laughs> you can't. Minnesota, come on. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, man, Minnesota. The Detroit Lions, bro. Wow. <laughs> Y'all's a guy. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, my boy Mike Myers is, again, unavailable. I don't know what he got going on. I told you what I think last week. I think he the one and, and he dunked it, man. But it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I don't want no money for Big Mike. I do this for fun, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the game picks. I know y'all, I, I, this one in particular, I'm very interested in. I'm going to start out with it. DJ, hit that beat for you, boy, boy. All right, so, uh, Cowboys no names, right? right? First game I'm going to pick. Now, some people, for some strange or odd reason, think the Dallas Cowboys are in trouble. Now, I understand, I understand. They've been hyping Washington up. They beat uh, Thomas Brady, cheating tail. They done won four straight, right? My boy Zayn Ellis said, didn't Detroit go once he's seen a few seasons back? The people of Detroit need to stand up for themselves. <laughs> it's look, they look, the people, the people of Detroit been going through this for so long, like they passed standing up for themselves. Atlanta still got a chance. <laughs> The people of Detroit, Detroit Lagos, look, we ain't never won nothing. How y'all gonna demand better now? <laughs> the people of Detroit been putting them, they've been programmed. There's no way for them. Like, they too far. I'm trying to get the people of Atlanta to stand up for themselves before they end up like Detroit. They gonna beat Detroit in a minute. <laughs> they don't do something. <laughs> That's what he's headed, right? <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, <laughs> Cowboys no name. So it seems, it seems to be. Uh, a notion, I say that, I choose that word, a notion that uh, the Dallas Cowboys are in trouble because Washington on a four-game win streak, Tyler Heineke is very feisty, oh, look at those no names, defense, boom, boom, pow, pow, yeah, whatever. Well, let me, let me point my couple of key factors out. We're playing in Washington. The people in Vegas got the Cowboys favored by five. Well, four points now. It's been better down to, uh, it was five, been better down to four. The home team get three points off the most. So the people in Vegas said Cowboys are seven point favorite, actually, with this game being played in Washington. They think the Cowboys are going to win by seven. I'm going to say this. If Joe Philbin is back, Joe Philbin is the O-line coach. If Joe Philbin is back, Mark Cooper is healthy. 
which probably gonna be the case. If Zeke is halfway decent, which probably gonna be the case. <sighs> I don't see this being close. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I don't see this being close. My boy Rodney, what it do, man? Um, I don't see this being close, man. I don't. I don't know. I, I understand watching on a four-game winning streak. But I'm going to tell y'all something. Dak Prescott with the health of Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott without Amari Cooper are two different quarterbacks. Two totally different quarterbacks. If Amari Cooper is able to play more than what he, which I'm, I'm not willing to bet money he will be, if he's able to play more than what he did in the Saints, you see what he did in limited action against the Saints. You're talking about 10 days of rest. Mike McCarthy has an extra couple days to prepare. Kelly Moore has, has a couple days to prepare. This don't look well. This don't, this not adding up for, for the no names, man. It don't, it's not. It's not. I'm expecting this to be a wrap. Matter of fact, let's make it official. Cowboys hold bunch to a little. That's what I'm picking. Cowboys hold bunch to a little, man. Right? So that's how I feel. Cowboys hold bunch to a little. Steelers, Vikings in Minnesota, Thursday night football. Pittsburgh, bruh. If y'all lose to a team that just lost to the last, oh my God. Oh my God, they're going to get through. Oh my God, they're going to get through. I'm going to pick y'all to win. Because you should beat the Vikings. But. Seeing that the Vikings just off the lines, they pissed. Oh my God, the Vikings gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings gonna be pissed, dude. The Vikings gonna get y'all hell. I think, I think Pittsburgh better to pull it off. So give me the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Vikings. Jaguars, Titans in Tennessee. Jags are trash. Give me the Titans. Saints, Jets in New York. Give me the Saints. I don't trust the Jets. Ravens, Browns, and Cleveland. Mm. Mm. This is a, a rough one, man. The Ravens. My boy Rodney Beecher said, Washington always give us hell. I think Washington ain't got enough guns to bring to this fight, though, Rodney Beecher. You got Logan Thomas out. DeMonte Sweat Boy out. Uh, Chase Young out. I don't think they got enough guns to bring to the fight. I think this offense is going to be able to do whatever they want to do. If, say, if Joe Field been back coaching the O-line and he got better talent because Connor Williams on the bench now, yeah. 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 I think that, and I'm, I'm going to get to the Cowboys later. I'm going to tell you why I say the whole bunch to a little. I'm going to explain that later. I'm not just being a homer. There's a reason why I'm saying what I'm saying about, about the Cowboys. I'm going to get to them a little later. But, yeah, I know watching Norman play is tough, but if what, if what I'm seeing happening, if I – I'm right about what I think I'm seeing happen. Washington ain't got a chance in here. Uh, Ravens, Browns, this game a little funny to me, man. This game a little funny. The Ravens are too beat up. I think the Browns played just, just good enough football to, to sneak by, right? So give me the Browns to get past the Ravens in Cleveland. Falcons, Panthers. I have no faith in the Panthers right now. Zero. Give me the Falcons and Matt Ryan and them flight risk Falcons beat the Panthers. Raiders, Chiefs, and Kansas City give me the Chiefs. Uh, Raiders, uh, Raiders, Chiefs, and Chiefs give me the Chiefs. Seahawks, Texas. The Texans are the only team eliminated from the playoffs. Right? How am I going to pick them? I can't pick them. <laughs> <laughs> give me the Seahawks to beat the Texans. 
Uh, last Broncos in Denver. Give me the Denver Broncos. Last had that field goal moment last week. They come back down to Herb Day to show us why they won in 10. They won. <laughs> Broncos, Broncos hold us to a little. Giants Chargers in LA. Give me the Chargers. Uh, 49ers versus the Bengals in Cincy. Yeah, man. I think Cincy looking to bounce back after they're dragging the Chargers game. And another, you don't know what Chargers team gonna show up, right? But I think Chargers will beat the Giants. Giants can't really score no points. <clears throat> I think it's, uh, Chargers will beat the Giants. I think uh, San Francisco too beat up to deal with the Bengals right now. Bengals playing some ball. So give me the Bengals over the Niners. Packers, Bears, and Rodgers already told y'all he owns Chicago. Until uh, Chicago is able to show me something different, I'm gonna believe in Rodgers. And, and it's in Lambeau, right? So give me, and as much as I hate to say this, because I need the Packers to lose, but the Packers going to beat the Bears. Uh, Rams, Cardinals, Monday Night Football in Arizona. The Rams are a little soft right now. They're a little soft. They're a little soft. Been getting bullied. I know they just beat the brace off Jacksonville, but it's Jacksonville, right? It's Jacksonville. You're supposed to beat the brace off Jacksonville. Who ain't beating the brace off Jacksonville right now? Hell, <laughs> Alabama probably beat the brakes off Jacksonville right now, right? So, beating Jacksonville ain't saying nothing to me. I think the Cardinals, you know, and I'm, I'm a little afraid of the Cardinals. They're a little dangerous. Calamari looks frightening. Uh, give me the Cardinals over the Rams, 34-20 is your score. Don't say I never did nothing for you, right? So, those are my picks. <clears throat> then my boy Zach in here. What up, Zach? Uh... Those are my picks for the games. Let's go over to this week. Did you see that moment? This week, did you see that moment? Comes from the Lions-Vikings game. Let's go check that out. <laughs> Here's Hawkinson inside. Here we go. Duff from the gun. Oh, mad man. Minnesota, y'all the count. <laughs> Yeah, you the guy, bro. You the guy that gave it up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, Minnesota. Ain't that the same dude that gave up the game with a touchdown to Mark Cooper? <laughs> In the same corner of the end zone? <laughs> Minnesota, dude, bro, like, this so terrible. That's not a good look. <laughs> That's a receiver from the Detroit Lions that wide open with the game on the left. This <laughs> all so y'all be shaming y'all still. Look, 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 I'm keeping the book. Y'all be shaming y'all still. Houseway. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> Ooh, all right. So let me. Oh, my God, bro. Let me get out some game balls right now. So let me give a game ball, ball out to Jerry Goff. <laughs> Doing a game with a touchdown, four seconds left in the game. Right. So Jerry Goff, Bryce Young, a roll tight. Woo! Alabama Crimson tight. Jerome Ford. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all this here. Cowboys fans, y'all might get mad at me. I don't even care right now. Jerome Ford or the Cincinnati uh Bearcat. I will send Z Ellie clean. I I send Z Ellie clean to Cincinnati. 
uh, whoever you want, Miami, wherever in the AFC, he can go. I trade Z Ellis tomorrow if you guarantee me Jerome Ford in the draft. I promise I would. Jerome Ford is the business. Jerome Ford of Cincinnati Bearcats, 187 yards, two tubs, right? Uh, Aiden Hutchinson of the Michigan Wolverines, another guy I love to have in the draft. I love to have Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, the whole Dallas Cowboys defense, four interceptions. Uh, Thomas Brady, Chris Godwin, they had it. They had themselves a day. And my boy, <coughs> my boy, the last two dollars, that two dollars, I'm not gonna lose. Johnny Taylor, or the Indianapolis coach, the last two dollars. <laughs> Johnny Taylor had 32 attempts, 143 yards, and two TDs. Y'all gonna put some respect on Johnny Taylor's name, man. Johnny Taylor is a top flight back in this league. Right? DJ, why am I shooting these people out? <laughs> that be for your boy, man. Yes, sir. All right, so let's uh, let's go to the question of the day. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm skipping. Let's take a break in the action because I'm tired, I'm hot, I'm sweating. <laughs> take a break in the action, get a word from my sponsor, get myself together, we go ahead and talk and get on about here. The person behind the camera tells a great story. The persons in front of the camera tell an even greater story. So, question of the day. This is the question of the day. Y'all let me know how y'all feel. Uh, the question of the day is, is it time to admit that Nick Saban is the goal to college football? Is it time to admit that Nick Saban is the goal to college football, right? And, I think, and I'm, I'm going to answer my question. I'm going to go on the topics because the SEC championship game, y'all, I told y'all last week, the SEC championship game is where my eyes were going to be, right? I knew Al was going to get stumped by Michigan. I, I saw that coming. But I thought Georgia really had me fooled this year. I thought this was the year Georgia was going to finally dethrone Alabama, and I'd be damned. <laughs> Alabama going there just rolling, right? So is it time to admit that Nick Saban is the GOAT, right? And is Nick Saban the greatest football coach that you've ever seen? In my book, yes. Yes. He is. Like, and, I'm in, and then let's go on going to the topics. SEC Championship game. This is why I say Nick Saban is the best football or uh, college football coach I've ever seen, right? So, um, so Georgia's front seven have been dominating everybody that they played, right? In the SEC, right? So, and we played Clemson. They had some big games outside the SEC play as well. But that front seven, we just couldn't do nothing with the front seven. You couldn't do nothing with the front seven. Like, the front seven was dominating everybody at the line of scrimmage, right? And coming into the SEC championship game, I figured Alabama's old line had been a little suspect. People been getting pressure on Bryce Young. This front, yeah. Yeah, this, this is the time that Georgia rolls Alabama, finally dethrones, and we got a new face, right, in the playoffs. Wrong. Wrong. Talking about Rick James, man. <laughs> nope, so ain't. 
Show ain't to you. <laughs> so this is what I saw in the SEC championship game. Like I told y'all, my eyes was on this game, right? So this is what I saw. I almost came in and did a film breakdown. I'm going to say the film breakdown playoff time, but I almost did a film breakdown. I was so impressed with what I saw, right? But Alabama, Nick Saban and his coaching staff, some way, somehow, figured out what, uh, what Georgia was doing up front to create pressure on the QBs. They figured it out. Right? They figured it out. And once they, <laughs> my girl Carol said yesterday, <laughs> uh, that's what's up. So once they figured out how to get the pressure off, keep the pressure off Bryce Young, how to pick up the stunts and the blisses, right? They, you can't guard the receivers on the back end, right? The Mitchie, nah, the Mitchie, the Mitchie loss, I think, I think it's going to be big. Going into the playoffs, I think it may hurt Alabama a little bit. But knowing Nick Saban, he probably got a four-star recruit bagging up Mitchell. He probably got a four-star recruit bagging up Mitchell. What up, Tom? How you doing? My girl Curry said Nick is Curry. Nick is Curry, smart dad. <laughs> hey, I can't even argue with that right there, right? So. Like how you run through the how you run through your schedule like that, and then you get on the field of Alabama, and this look like a down year. For, and that's the bad part. It look like a down year for Alabama, right? Alabama was in some unusually close games. This was the year to knock Alabama off, and you ain't belong on the field with them. Like that's a, that says something, right? This says something to me. You understand? So, and um, oh, oh my God. So here we go. Got still a fan in the comment section. I'm talking about college football. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is what I'm talking about. And this is why I love doing this. Somebody in the comments talking about how about them Steelers? You talking about a team that couldn't beat the Lions? Them? <laughs> <laughs> you asking me about a team that couldn't beat the Detroit Lions, dude? Really? That gave up a 40 burger? You were losing 41 to 3 to the Bengals, bro. How about, how about the Steelers? How about them? <laughs> how about them? How about them? How about them? And then being fair to retire, you're really going to be trash next year when Ben, when ben retire. My boy, Big Jeff. Big Jeff, what to do, man? Uh, My boy, Big Jeff, said George is Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exact. They're Atlanta Falcons Jr. <laughs> and I've been urging the people of Atlanta to stand up for themselves and demand better. You can't, like, you can't, your pro team already down, your college team doing you the same way. You can't go for that, man. You got to, you got to. Get y'all hyped up every year and lose. Man, I promise that's what they do. That's what they do, man. That's what they do. Tell that man to go get on his own page and get it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Tell, tell Richard Tatum, the, 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 the so-called Steeler fan, to get on his page and come in here and holler at your dog. I got a calling number. He can dial his calling number on, on, on the screen if you want. He can really get eight of them in front of everybody. <laughs> I welcome that. Can you dig it? But anyway. Anyway, where we are, oh man, I'm so sick of this recruiter, man. This crew going in the garbage. In the garbage. What you doing? But anyway, so uh where we at? I'm happy I got this phone up. Yeah. My boy Big Jeff said still a trash. <laughs> you couldn't beat the lines. So how you how you want her talking about the still? You gotta have a paper bag on your head, man. <laughs> you tied with the lines and you're down four to three. 41 to 3 next game, dude. Stop. Stop. Watch. I know you got a basketball team. Watch them, bro. This, this, this ain't for you this year. 
Do you like me last year? Football won for me last year. I was watching the Grizzlies early. Go on, watch your team early this year. <laughs> it's over for you. It's over. My boy Chris Hennigan in the building. Chris Hennigan, not ass in the building. What it do, man? All right. So, yeah, but for what I saw, though, um, knowing Nick Saban, John Mitchell being out, he probably got a four-star recruiter receiver backing him up, right, that we don't know anything about. He going to come in, light somebody up. They're going to some poor, unexpected corner finna get that work in the playoffs, right? And so um, I'm expecting a new star to be born in the college playoffs uh, as far as Alabama is concerned. Alabama probably going to take the whole thing again, right? But keep your eye on Michigan. Keep your eye on Michigan. Keep your eye on Michigan, man. I like what Michigan doing over there, but if I had to put my money on it, Alabama probably going to take the whole thing again because, like, George ain't ready. George not ready, bro. George ain't ready. Oh, Lord, we got a uh, no-name fan in here. Richard Taylor said, did y'all, did who win? The Cowboys? Man, you better check. Boy, stop. My Cowboys got eight wins. So, how many wins Steelers got? Put that down there in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> well, we eight and four on the way to nine and four, right? Yeah, yeah, Margarm, you heard me. On the way to nine and four. Boy said, what about San Fran? Well, I ain't, look, I ain't got no business with San Fran. It's a, it's, it's a couple of San Fran fans in here. You know, maybe they'll answer you, but I ain't got nothing to do with that. My boy, you could say Michigan dangerous. Michigan is very dangerous, dude. I, 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 I got my eye on Michigan. I want to see what Michigan does. I know a lot of people sleeping on them because, you know, it's John Harbaugh. They used to lose Ohio State. But y'all saw what they did Ohio State this year. This may be the year. This may be the year. Do you remember Tennessee couldn't beat Florida? The year they beat Florida, they went all the way, right? So this may be the same thing with Michigan. They got past Ohio State. This might be the year for Michigan, right? So keep your eye on Michigan. Hassan Haskins is the business. I promise you, Hassan Haskins is the business, man. Was it? Why y'all? Ooh, y'all, y'all crunking it. Say he talking to Jeff. Jeff, sorry. Hey, Jeff be here front of center though. I'm saying this here. Big Jeff be here front of center. Whether Niners lose or win, I can say that about Big Jeff. Big Jeff be here front of center. When them Steelers was garbage, I ain't, uh, wasn't no Steelers fan, Jeff. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, y'all were terrible. Like, when y'all had that tie to the line, I had free reign on the Steelers, man. I went in on the Steelers, posted the video the day after I went in on the Steelers, I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> I ain't heard nothing from no Steelers fan, right? So, at least Big Jeff and uh, Nana Nation be here front and center weekly, no matter what. I can say that about them, you know what I mean? So, here's what it is. We still garbage, but we won. Yeah, I told y'all y'all sorry a long time ago, man. I told y'all sorry a long time ago. When they helped y'all against the Browns, y'all sorry. <laughs> I try to tell y'all, man. And y'all think I be hating on y'all. I don't like y'all. Look, let's let's can can, can we clear the air? I don't like the Steelers. I don't. But you see what this is, man. I can't like the Steelers, right? This right here would not allow me to like the Steelers. But when I'm on this desk, on this set. I got to keep it a book. I'm going to tell you what I see, right? So, just like I said, New England, I'm, I'm not particularly too fond of the Patriots, but the Patriots are a problem right now. I got to keep it a book. Patriots are a problem right now in the AFC, period, really, period. Once Mac Jones get it, right, the Patriots are going to be a problem. Look, look, since we're talking about it, I'm glad y'all brought the Patriots up. Since we got, we get whatever views we got in here, I got, all right, check this out. I'm going to ask y'all a question. I want y'all to be honest. I want y'all to be honest, right? Is it me 
or in the back of your mind, seeing the papers doing what they're doing, right? Are you asking if, if is Bill Belichick cheating again? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I look. I think he's cheating again, but look, I can't really. <laughs> I ain't got no hard concrete proof. I ain't got no evidence. But every time they win, I can't help but to think they cheating. <laughs> Especially with that dude coaching. They cheating, man. They cheating. They cheating. Bill Benchek found another way to cheat, right? It's just a matter of time for they catch them cheating again. The Patriots, I think the Patriots are cheating. We just ain't found out yet. Look, Mark, look, everything I'm saying is documented. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Come back to this day. What is week 13? Week 13, 2021 season. I said the Patriots cheating again. Watch. <laughs> they going to kiss me again. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah, the Niners just lost Seattle. Look like Russ got their hand together, man. All right, but Nick Saban is the GOAT. What, what I saw, how they, I don't know how they figured out something nobody else can figure out, but they figured out how to pick up the stunts, how to pick up, they figured out when they were stunting, when they were blitzing. They were prepared, like they and they figured out on the fly. So once they picked up their front, man, they couldn't guard the receivers on the back end. Uh, Jamison Williams is the business. He killing them deep, right? So, and just like I said, though, so long. I think he is the guy that makes that offense look too hard to deal with because he can take the top off your defense. He'll get by your safety. He'll get by your safety, and Bryce Young give him the ball. So. Like they, he would, he, Jameson Williams is the guy that makes that offense explosive. If he there, Alabama gonna be a problem. Uh, I'm pretty sure the bag of dimension is probably a decent route runner, can be a nice possession receiver, good enough to keep the chains moving. I think Alabama gonna take the whole thing, man. My boy Chris Hennigan said, the no names always come out like roaches when they win and go back when they, hey, 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 Chris. We're gonna make we gonna make the no name disappear Sunday. My Sunday at 3 30, you had to go find you a Washington No Name fan. We're gonna start with holding them. <laughs> My boy he could say they need to flex our game 330, 730. Yeah, they definitely need to put if they want some raise and they smart, they'll put us in, they'll put us on Sunday night football. Right? But for me personally, I wanna go and get my drama out of the way. Let me go and see what I got up front. Because at 12 o'clock, we win, and we do what I think we're going to do. I'm, I'm loose all Sunday. I'm shooting off all Sunday. Your team lose, I'm on you. <laughs> go let me see what I got up front, man, right? So, for me, I'd rather go and play at 12. But for ratings and being the standpoint, yeah, you should put us at 730. Like, y'all done hyped this up. Y'all done made us lose on Thanksgiving. So, this game can mean something, right? Come on, dude. I see what y'all doing. Like, y'all not fooling me. But anyway, uh, Raven still is ending. I know it's it's been a lot of controversy. My boy James Ellis, I honestly don't think he's cheating. Bill just actually doing some coaching. Now I will say this. Let me let me talk about the Bills Patriots uh, game last night. Bill Belichick won that game. Like I know uh, what's the boy name? Whoever the Bills coach is, he was upset. Uh, I don't think we need to give our get credit to Bill Belichick. This is exactly who we need to give the credit to. It's Bill Belichick. Because he saw pregame, and they said, and what I'm hearing, he looked ahead a week prior to what the conditions was going to be. Now, keep this in mind, Bill Belichick been coaching in New England for over 20 years. He's been he so he's had 20 games in Buffalo. So, I'm almost certain he's familiar with Buffalo in December. 
right? He he knows that the weather could be not conducive to throwing a football. He's been doing this at least twenty years straight, right? So he so what I'm hearing, he's he looked ahead week prior, saw what the conditions were gonna be, and said we're gonna run the ball. And when I say run the ball, I mean run the ball. Out of fifty plays, he ran the ball forty six times. Out of four, I'm sorry, out of forty nine plays, he ran the ball forty six out of forty nine plays. I mean his quarterback threw the ball three times the whole game. And they won. Right? So that that sounds like a head coach that is prepared. You understand? So, so no, nah, I ain't gonna say he cheated in the in the Buffalo game, but nah, bro, dude, dude cheated. <laughs> <laughs> he not getting no past me. That dude cheating, man. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time for they catch him. But nah, but that was so disrespectful to Buffalo, and I really lost a lot of respect for the Bills for a team to run the ball forty six times on you and you couldn't stop it. Like that just that basically that's telling me, you you telling the opposing team, look, you soft, we gonna run it, and nothing you can do about it, and there was nothing you can do about it. They didn't even kick a field goal, dude. They went for two and got it. Right, so I'm sorry, man. If I'm a Bills fan, I'm concerned because you head down the stretch, and when you get into the playoffs, one thing is for sure. The team you playing in the playoffs gonna have a decent defense and they're gonna be able to run the ball. You gonna get that in the playoffs for sure. The team you playing in the playoffs gonna have a decent defense and they're gonna be able to run it. Right? They're gonna have respectable running game, respectable defense. You can't get into the playoffs without that. You know what I'm saying? So you can't stop the run. It, you knew these dudes had no choice but to run it. Your goalpost was laying in like this. The wind was blowing so hard, right? You, they, there was no way they could throw the ball. You knew they were going to run it. They told, they showed you they were going to run it. They came out of six on linemen, 90% of the snaps. You couldn't stop the run. Ten dudes in the box. Right? So, no, nah, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm concerned. Like, that, that was a red flag meal, Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo ready, man. I think Buffalo going to get stumped. First playoff of the team they see. They see. Buffalo could have won that game. Allen had Beasley wide open to the inside. Yeah, he had Beasley wide open to the inside. He had Stephon Diggs in the arm with the ball on the tub, right? But the wind was blowing too hard. The wind was blowing too hard. And and and, and I understand what you're saying, Nikos, but this is what I'm saying. When the rubber meets the road, you know without a shadow of a doubt the team is about to run the ball. You couldn't stop it. You couldn't stop it. The quarterback threw the ball three times at the whole game. You couldn't stop it. You couldn't stop the run. You couldn't stop 46 run attempts. And everybody in the stadium knew they was going to run it. They didn't have the fact that they were going to run it. And you couldn't stop it. Big Lou, what it do, man? Like you couldn't stop the run, and they were telegraphing run. Six on linemen? They telegraphing run. Look, the, uh, the Harris boy ran his hamstring raggedy. Oh, y'all. That's concerning. That's concerning. So what's going to happen when you're dealing with a decent defense and somebody who got a decent pass game, and you got to worry about the pass too? When you know a team going to run it and you can't stop them. Uh, I kind of I lost faith in Buffalo, man. I think Buffalo going home, first round. 
if they make the playoffs. Because they can mess around not make the playoffs how the AFC is shaking up this right now, right? They can mess around not make the playoffs if they get wrong. Very long. You can't stop the run right now at this point in the season. It's a problem. Everybody running the ball right now. It's cold. It's windy. Everybody running the ball right now, right? So you can't stop the run right now, man. That's, that says something. So uh, Ravens, Ravens, Steelers ending. What is my take on Ravens, Ravens, Steelers ending? Do I think the Ravens should have went for two points, go for the win? No. My, am I? If me? If it's me? No. No. Right. I know you're on the road, whatever. Uh, but no. Nah, they at home. They was at home. So, nah. So, I, I think that's why they went because they was at home. Well, I, don't, I don't know where they was at. But they went for two when they could have kicked the extra point. And you got the best field goal kick in the league. So, you basically guarantee yourself overtime if you just take the extra point. Why not? Right. Why not? Why not go to overtime? Why not go to overtime? Give your team a chance. My boy Big Lou said we aren't uh, too good either at stopping the run. We haven't been too good at stopping the run without Neville Gallimore and Trisha Hill in the lineup. I give you that. But Sunday, we're going to have Neville Gallimore, Trisha Hill, Big Bone. Like, we're going to have our full complement of D tackles. We're going to have our full complement of D tackles, dude. So how we've been having Michael Parsons coming off the edge, we Michael Parsons is gonna be like a wild dog everywhere. We can drop him, rush him, have him play off the ball line, back him, spy, you know, spy the quarterback. We can do whatever we want to do with Michael Parsons now. What we got up front? You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I think the run defense. I think with Nell Gallimore, Tristan Hill. Uh, Bohanna back. You you definitely gonna see. You definitely gonna see an uptick in the front seven. Gallimore definitely gonna change that. He could definitely. I'm willing to bet money. Gallimore change that. What? Well, see, this is what we're not realizing. Gallimore was the projected starter, which tells me Gallimore is better than Tristan Hill. OC. When OC was a pleasant surprise, we weren't expecting OC to produce like he did, right? But he did. Gallimore is better than him. So we getting to upgrade the OC? Dude, look. With Gregory and, and Lawrence coming off the saw we saw what Lawrence looked like in the Saints game. You got Gregory, who's on the all-pro trajectory right now, on the side of – dude, look. Dude, look. This defense is going to be nasty. You know what I'm saying? I think the 10 days will do Zeke some good. I don't know if Zeke will hold up throughout the playoffs or whatnot. Hopefully, we can go on, knock this division out before week 18. See, Zeke, week 18, we be good come playoff time. Zeke, Zeke needs to sit down, though, for at least a week or two. That's my opinion. But, but now, nah, though, man, I, I think I, I, I think this defense, I think we're going to do a, a decent job stopping the run. We're going we gonna to make Heineken have to beat us, and if we can get pressure on him, we'll wave this, this secondary. Dude, come on, y'all. When the last time you seen the secondary take the ball away like this? Right, leading the league in picks, and that's partly because of the pressure they can put on the QB, which is going to be increased. Man, I, this, this, I'm sorry, dude. I don't see how this game going to be close. I don't see how the Washington game going to be close. I don't. Let the referees throw 14 more flags on it like they did Thanksgiving. The referees don't think they can make this game close. I don't see Washington lining up and 
making this a close game without help. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. Maybe. Now, they can prove me wrong if they won't, but I don't think they will. I don't think they will, man. But, uh, yeah, but the Steelers, the Ravens-Steelers game, me personally, I would have took the extra point, went to overtime, and took my chance in overtime. You got Tucker, Tucker the best field goal kick in the league. Going to send it overtime, see what we got. So, Harbaugh's thing was we were out of corners at that point. I wanted to try to win the game. And it was a good play call. But TJ Watt blew it up. And that's why you take the extra point and just going to go to overtime. Because if you make a play call and it's wrong in overtime, you can come back. But if you make a play call and it's wrong in that situation, it's over. Right? So, give your team a chance to fight another day. I take the extra point. We go to overtime. Hopefully, we can make a stop and get three out of it. And we and we going to go about it. And, and look, I'm going to be honest. Look, it's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh, dude. You put pressure on Pittsburgh. They probably fold right now. They they not in the best of shape. You know what I mean? So I don't trust Pittsburgh in overtime. Not over my team. If I'm Harbaugh, I'm saying that overtime, and I'm, and I'm gonna see if Pittsburgh gonna crumble, right? That's I think those those I think those would been the Baltimore's best chances, right? Uh, my boy, you could say I never see how it's gonna be close. Yet it always is. Washington knows us well. These games always come down to a field goal. Okay, dude, Washington ain't got enough guns to bring to this fight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm talking about from the offense, our defense versus their offense standpoint. I don't – Washington ain't got enough guns to bring to the fight. No Montez Sweat. No Chase Young. Man, look. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't see it. I don't. Maybe some guy comes out the blue and has the game of his life, right? But I don't see it, man. With no Chase Young and no Montez Sweat, we gonna dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And if I ain't mistaken, they got O'Lyman out, Logan Thomas out, their best uh, tight end out. I don't see it. I don't see it, Ekush. And I, I got a good feeling that we gonna go in here. I I almost want to say it's gonna be a repeat of the Atlanta game, forty-three to three. I think it's gonna be that type of game. I think we gonna stomp a hole in them, man. I just, I'm just that's just what I think because I think that going I think Amari gonna be right. Amari's gonna be old, and then for Amari right, you got a whole nother Dak Prescott. A lot of people don't want to admit this. A lot of Cowboys fans don't want to admit this. Dak Prescott is a different quarterback without Amari Cooper on the field. He is right. So Amari Cooper gonna be on the field. Amari Cooper gonna be right. If Dak gets into a rhythm in the passing game. And we can run it? Oh, man, you ain't got to change. It's 40 points. It's 30, 40 points coming your way. Now you can do about it. And lo and behold, you get behind and pressure get on you. And the defense start, you know, you have to pass. You can become one-dimensional. That's when the defense starts. It's, it's complimentary, right? So that's when the defense starts taking the ball away from you. Game get out of hand from you. I think that's what's going to happen Sunday. I think the game get out of hand for Washington. They don't have enough guns to bring this fight. And watch all the haters. They're saying, man, Washington gonna beat y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we stumble, y'all ain't play nobody. But they was they were the sixth seed in the playoffs when we played them. They were the sixth seed, four game winning streak. And we just stumped the hole in them. I'm gonna get out in front of it, right? We're gonna stump a hole in Washington. And everybody gonna say, nah, you ain't play nobody. Nah, they were the sixth seed in the playoffs. There's a playoff team we did like that. That's a, look. And if I'm wrong, I'll be here Tuesday. I'll come tell me how I was wrong. But I don't think I'll be wrong. I, it's, it's, it's not gonna be close. It's not gonna be close. I know my team, man. It's not gonna be close. Well, um, st stretch playoff. 
What we got here? My boy Chris said our, e our offense needs a run blocking fullback in the lineup to keep Zeke fresh. Well, I tell you this, Chris. Well, a lot of people is uh, are not taking into consideration that Joe Fieldman was out as well. He was on that COVID list. Joe Fieldman is your O-line coach, right? So we're talking about the O-line. And the O-line did take a step back. The O-line didn't do their best job with talent. They had five great guys on the field, right? And they could have done better, right? So uh, I'm, I'm going to say that they could have done better, but the, the coach wasn't there. So I think Joe Fieldman being back, it's a huge plus. Mike McCarthy being back. Much as I, I'm not always out of eye with his decision making on fourth downs. But what I did see was that offense did take a step back without Mike McCarthy there. It did. Now the defense took a step forward with Dan Quinn coaching. I say that. But the offense took a step back without Mike McCarthy out there. It did. It did. So Mike McCarthy being there, the offense will take a step forward, I think. I think the offense will take a step forward. I think Dan Quinn will be able to do what he do. And with all his pieces, defense should be where they are, if not better. I think that this is it. Like, people, this is it, right? So, um, sitting back, they should have said Z, but they didn't. Letting, D, uh, letting Gallimore, taking that time with Gallimore, taking that time with Tristan Hill, Right? This is it. This is what all all this has led up to this moment. That uh, Mike McCarthy wanted this team to get to be in a position to be healthier going down the stretch, and we're here, right? So if you look at them, they are healthier. The Cowboys are getting healthy when everybody else is dealing with injuries. The Cowboys are getting guys back coming down the stretch. That's what Mike wanted, and we're here now, right? So I think the Cowboys are gonna be a problem. I think the Cowboys going to be a problem. All right, so uh, my boy, uh, he could said, I hope we win easily, but we got a habit of letting the bad teams hang around, making them look better than that. Yeah, that, that, was, that was under Jason Garrett, man. Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy, they'll look different. They'll look different, man. They're putting, they putting that dog in them. Like, you, you, you see Michael Parsons, right? And I love Michael. Michael we need 11 more Michael Parsons. Right, like his attitude of, like, I want to make every play. I want to get the game. Like, hit that killer instinct that Michael Parsons had, if I can put that in a bottle or in a syringe and shoot that into all the 11 guys or 20 guys who ever starting on defense, we, we, we win multiple Super Bowls. Like, we need that to be contagious. So, I think this team is a little different attitude-wise than what we're used to. Like, they have shown me that. They are a little different attitude-wise than what we're used to. I think we're good. I think we good. But with us getting all these guys back, I think you'd be I think it'd be a pleasant surprise for you, E Kush. Like if I'm wrong, let's y'all know where to find me. Let me know I'm wrong. But I I think we're gonna be alright. I saw I saw what Mike McCarthy and them been doing. This is and the plan has worked out so far. So I think we're gonna be good. Alright, so this this brings me to stretch run. Playoff time. So this is after Thanksgiving. Is when things get really interesting, right? So, um, at this point in time, we can we we know what we got. We know the team is trash. We know team can't stop the run. I like Buffalo Bills, right? We 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 know who everybody is at this point. You understand? So, I I, I this is when football gets really good as far as the pros. I'm very interested to see 
who does what? I, I, I want to see the number one seed race in the NFC. That's about to get very interesting. You got Packers, uh, Cardinals, Cowboys, uh, Rams. There's like four or five teams in the race. But I think the, the Rams need to be careful. They're going to mess around and get put out. They're gonna, the Rams going to mess around and get put out of the playoffs, period. If San Francisco can get Fred Warner and Debo Samuel back, San Francisco is going to be a threat to bump L.A. clean out the playoffs, right? But uh, this is where things get really interesting. Like, the, this is when football is football. And I hope the refs don't screw it up like like they've been doing all year. You mean? But, yeah, but this, like, this is when football is football, right? So, after Thanksgiving, you got the stretch run, all these divisional games. Every game means something. Like, this is when football is football, this is when the play goes up another notch, guys. So, like, the playoffs are about to start for some teams officially before the playoffs officially start, if you know what I mean, right? So, like, some teams are in, some, in, in a win and go home mode now, like, starting in the next couple of weeks. So, you, you man, you about to see some good football. I can't wait. I'm so excited, right? And I, and I, I'm, I can't wait to come and do these shows. Like, this is the time for me. Right, this is when y'all see, y'all gonna see. <laughs> so y'all gonna see. So like, it's just about to get very interesting. I mean, so all right. So Dan Quinn instead of Mike McCarthy. Right, there's been a lot of buzz going around. We're gonna talk about this on the dip. Um, it's been a lot of buzz going around about, uh, you know, so so we let Dan Quinn take over. You know, they look now. I will say this. The dumb fourth down decisions, they were gone. And I'm cool with that. I love that. I love the fact that we weren't doing dumb stuff on third down. Saints, the Saints played great defense. The Saints are a good defensive team. And I told y'all last week, no Amari Cooper game going to be closer than what you thought. Amari Cooper wasn't always right. He play, he had limited play. And the game was closer than what you thought. It was closer than what I, it was closer than what I would have liked it to be in. I thought we should have slaughtered the Saints. I wasn't impressed. But when I look at it, Amari Cooper wasn't out there. And I said that. I called it, right? If Amari Cooper not playing, it's going to be closer than what you thought because I honestly feel like Dak Prescott is a different quarterback without Amari Cooper. If you don't believe me, look at the numbers. Numbers will tell you something like I'm telling you, right? So I think Dak Prescott is a different quarterback without Amari Cooper. Uh, Mark Cooper went all the way right. He played limited, limited plays, and we didn't we didn't light it up like we normally do with the de- the defense wanted. But I will say this: When is the last Cowboys fan? When is the last time we said the defense won us a game? It's been a minute. It's been a le- it's been a minute since we we've been able to say the defense won that game. The defense totally took it over and won the game. Oh, Jen, where you been, man? My boy Jen Lee in here. Brown was no longer on the take. Of course y'all won. Now, Andy Brown was out there, man. Andy Brown was out there. They don't have no receiver. Browns, I mean, uh, Saints didn't have no receiver, man. So, I think if they'd have had Michael Thomas, they would have found a way to put Michael Thomas on Brown and got some flags. Like, that's, that's the going thing against the defense. That's your best out against the defense. If you could pick the front up, Try to single Brown up, get your receiver deep, throw it, and hope for a flag. 
that's the that's the thing on our defense right now. Like that's how you attack our defense. I think that's what you're gonna see in the playoffs. They're gonna try to see if they can pick the front up, try to get a fast receiver, sing it up on Brown, send them deep hole for a flag. Like so that's that's what they're gonna do. Uh, my boy Chris said, I love my boys. I only want to keep my uh, run game all the way through Dak and Zeke's contract, but I don't see us losing the rest of the season. So, Chris, see what I see. Chris, see what I see. <laughs> the defense, I'm going to tell you like this here. Watching the game, this is going to be the first time in the year. But, boy, Eddie, what up, Eddie? What it do, man? I, 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 well, I'm through talking about your bills, Eddie, so you good. Come on in here. <laughs> this is going to be the first time all year, Cowboys fans, you're going to see your full complement on defense. You're going to see Tristan Hill. You're going to see Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, Michael pa- on the field with Michael Parsons. All right? And also somebody we got missing is Donovan Wilson. And Donovan Wilson, he bowed trade bait at this point. Jerome Carson took his spot. We got to keep Curse out there. Curse is much better for this defense than Donovan. And I love Donovan Wilson. I started the hashtag free Donovan Wilson campaign, right? But, hey, Curse better. Curse better. We need to leave Curse out. Curse needs to be out there, right? So, I think Curse take that spot. So, I, I for the first time for, in, in this season, you're going to have full compliment on that front seven. I think it's, I think you will be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. I think you're going to like what you see. Dan Quinn with all them toys, it's going to be ugly, right? So, my boy said Zeke is done. And then, no, I don't think Zeke done. Okay, I think – I don't think Zeke done. Zeke is too valuable right now, right now. I say right now because Corey Clement is nice, but he ain't no Zeke. Tony Pollard is nice. But he ain't no Zeke, right? So, and when I say about he ain't no Zeke, now I know a lot of you Tony Pollard fans going, man, go on, bring your numbers or whatever you want to bring, bring it. But I'm going to, for your numbers, I got this. When the uh, opposing defense is sending a linebacker up the middle, Blitz and Dak, who would you rather have picking that Blitz up, Tony Pollard or Zeke? It's since y'all love Dak so much, since Dak is untouchable, since can't nobody say nothing bad about Dak Prescott, you understand? Who would you rather have protecting Dak Prescott against the blitz? Tony Pollard or Zeke? Tony Pollard or Zeke? I'm taking Zeke because I know Zeke with a bad knee, bad hip, or bad back or whatever, that linebacker come up the middle free. Zeke going to blow him up. Zeke going Zeke to knock the cleats off him. I'm not so sure about Tony Pollard. Now, if you're going to ask me who would I rather have on a sweep around the edge, I want Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's faster. Tony Pollard's more elusive. Tony Pollard can make that play better than Zeke would. That's the only thing he got on Zeke. And I mean the only thing he got on Zeke is that he's faster around the corner. That's it. And a lot of y'all get enamored with that and say, oh, he's so big, he's fast around the corner. We need to start him. No, we don't need to start him over Zeke. So y'all will act like in a Thanksgiving thing, game, you didn't see KJ Wright stand Tony Pollard up on short yardage and turn him around, run him in the backfield, one-on-one. If there's Zeke and KJ Wright in the hole one-on-one, Zeke get the first down easy. 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 So 
Yeah, I understand Tony Pollard more explosive. He's more explosive in certain plays. And that's what a lot of y'all don't realize, right? But all around back, Zeke is the better guy. Zeke is the better catcher. Zeke is the better pass blocker. Zeke is the better guy between the tackles and short yardage. Right? His knee just hurt right now. But this is the same Zeke that put up 142 yards on the number one run defense. Right? Right? So, come on now. Y'all need uh, – my boy says that. Jen Lee said exactly. Pollard is cheap, but Pollard ain't a bell cow back. He not. He not. And, you know, Pollard from Memphis, like me. But I got to keep it a buck, man. Pollard is not a bell cow every down back. He's a he, he's probably the best complimentary back we got in this league. Now, if you got a bell cow, you can't get no better than Tony Pollard to compliment him. Right, now, I'm, I'm going to stand on that 10 toes. You understand? But Pollard, Pollard is not the blitz pickup guy. Pollard is not the catch out the backfield. Pollard is not the between the tackles guy that Zeke is. He's not. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry if there's Zeke and, and KJ right in the hole on Thanksgiving, Zeke get that first down 10 out of 10 times. He he put that shoulder on KJ right. He put some clean through the hole, move the chain. Next play. Right. Ain't even no, and we we need that ain't even enough for debate. Go go back and look at Zeke film. He been doing it all year. Between the tackles, you don't want to see Zeke. You don't want to see Zeke between the tackles. He punishing you, right? So and that's what we gonna need in the playoffs. You can't get rid of that. You can't get rid of the between. The, it's gonna be about who wanted more in the playoffs. You can't get rid of the between the tackles run. You can't get you can't get rid of the blitz pickup with Zeke. He's too valuable to this offense. You get you. We need Zeke. Now like again, if you can get me, you can guarantee me Jerome Ford. We can talk. We can talk about getting rid of Zeke. We can talk about if you can get me Jerome Ford, you can guarantee me Jerome Ford in the draft. We can talk about getting rid of Zeke then. We sure can. But until then, uh, until then, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, man. So, uh, so Dan Quinn instead of Mike McCarthy. So yeah, we we saw the defense take a step forward, but we saw the offense take a step back with Dan Quinn coaching, right? I love Dan Quinn. As a defensive coordinator, I do not love Dan Quinn as a offense, as a whole head coach because as much as they throwing Kellen Moore out there as the next guy, Kellen Moore's clearly not ready. Just like it was Dan Quinn's opportunity to show that he's a, a viable candidate for a new head coaching position, it was Kellen Moore's opportunity as well. You got a defensive guy running the team. You probably, Kellen Moore probably had free reign. Probably had free reign, right? With Dan Quinn running the show. But Dan Quinn was focused on his defense. So, you, Kellen Moore probably had free reign, and the offense took a step back without Mike McCarthy. Much as I hate to admit it, the offense took a step back without Mike McCarthy on the field. It did. Right? So, without the four takeaways in the pick six, That game is closer than 10 points. It is. Right? So, and my boy Jim, my boy Jim Lee said, great. He's an awesome DC. You like, he probably one of the top DCs in his league. But head coach, nah, I'm good. Mm-mm. I'd rather have Mike McCarthy. 
At least I know Mike McCarthy going to know what to do with a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, right? So I don't think they're going to be able to use Andy Brown as an alpha defense because we probably going to give them some safety help in the playoffs. Now, well, that that we'll, we'll get Andy Brown some safety help, and with Gallimore and Gregory uh, coming back, we'll get more pressure. So it's going to be less time for the uh, QB, Chris. You see what I'm saying? So – that's what's going to be the biggest impact more than anything. The QB going to have less time to make decisions, which is going to lead to more picks on the back end. We got ball hawks on the back end. Trayvon the ball hawk, uh, KZ a ball hawk, Curse a ball hawk. And you get wrong with Brown, he will pick it off. As much as we hate Brown, he, he got three picks this year. He will pick it off, right? So I think the QB having less time will help the, will help the back end. And that's what you're going to get with the guys coming back. He meant to say like, Sailor in Seattle. He mentored Sailor in Seattle. Yeah, hey, you, you sit my I'm, I'm going to tell you like this here. Robert Sailor, give him a couple more years. The, the Jets, the Jets defense is going to be something serious. There's Sailor, when Sailor get his pieces in there in New York, wow, wow. You saw, well, you were 49ers fan, Jen. You you know firsthand what Sailor can do. Sailor can do with the defense, right? So, you know firsthand what Sailor can do with the defense. So uh, it's gonna be the same thing in New York. If they if they give him time to really build his defense, oh man, it's just gonna be nasty on D. They're both great DCs and Harvard. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna get say a lot of time, man. He ain't really had nothing over there. So I, I'm, I'm gonna get say a lot a couple of years. I think the, I think he can turn the Jets around. Appreciate you, Chris. Chris said exactly. All right, so. That's all I got, man. I'm over time. We started late, right? So I can't hold my producer up all night, man. I ain't got the money to pay him. <laughs> all right, so that's all I got. Until next week. Hey, you no-name fan, don't duck your boy, man. Don't duck your boy. Come see me next Tuesday, because y'all going to be front and center on Petty. Y'all getting y'all first. So y'all all in the street hollering, you want Dallas, you finna get this break job in your front yard, man. You finna get this break job in your front yard. Come see me Tuesday. Cowboy Nation, come party with your boy Tuesday. We about to wrap this division up. Next week, can you dig it? Mr. Cowboy Nation, Nation is, is challenging you not to be good, but to be great. Mm-hmm.